0: Welcome back to another episode of Right Now Right Here with Apollo Mighty. I am your host Apollo Mighty and my guest today is world renowned DJ world great one of my greatest friends, my inspiration, my heart, my joy, my love, the smile that keeps me wild like oh oh oh. DJ Cash Era. Now, right here.
1: Despite my Wow, world renowned that's a that's a major ass intro. Thank Look, you so much. The huge. prices
0: went up. The price has been gone up.
1: Okay, every year. Every, every year.
0: Every month, honestly. COVID ain't stopped I'm shit.
1: Serious. Not over here. Hell no.
0: I was on your Instagram like, wait, did hold on. I I know I know there's a pandemic going on. I know there is. Couldn't see it. couldn't
1: see
0: it couldn't see it it. i was like
1: am i I in a pandemic and Casera is not like is she just not in a not in the pandemic
0: because i thought about coming to join you i was like because if she's over here making money singing songs and playing shows and shit what am i doing wrong where where am i
1: at listen when i tell you like community came out heavy during this entire pandemic like
0: talk about that
1: i've still been djing you know i went fully virtual like when the pandemic pandemic hit we're coming up on one year anniversary of like shutdown and within two weeks after that like initial shutdown i was just DJing on zoom like all my gigs went virtual Mm -hmm. i stayed virtual and then you know when outside was open for like them short couple of weeks during summer and then into the fall i was booked like i got booked outside where i was booking something every single week of course
0: you, you are always in demand. And you know what it is? Like, this is completely side note. That's one thing that I've taken from you is always be in demand.
1: Because
0: mm. you ain't never got to worry about a job if you make sure the jobs are worried about you.
1: Ooh, put that on a t-shirt. That's cool. I'm just
0: saying, because like, I have never, I've ne- from how long we've we known each other now? Three years, four years? I've been in Chicago five years. Yeah, it's about three years. About three years. I have never known a time where you weren't on your way to something. I had lunch with you one time. I'm sitting there chilling. I'm like, yeah, we, we can go back to the house. We can kick it. We can do that. You're like, uh-uh, no, I got to actually be downtown in the next 20 minutes to set up for this show. And so I got one at one o'clock, and then tomorrow I got three. I think, I think I'm think i doing a wedding, a bar mitzvah, and some, I don't know, but I, I'll get back to you. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> You made me feel lazy. I was like,
1: okay, no. I'll, I'll just... No. Do not, <laughs> do not I honestly, like, I feel like my journey into DJing is so different from others. Um, and I don't, like, I don't do a lot of the typical gigs. I feel like a lot of people look at DJs as like, oh, they've made it when they play certain venues and certain major clubs or they're on radio stations. Like, I just started spinning for WGCI this year. Like, and oh. that's... I didn't even know that. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Like I did the DJ competition and then I got asked, to like come back and do a guest set a couple of weeks ago. Like that's when I started to really do WGCI stuff. But even the three years that you've known me, like I've worked at a different radio station. I work at WGN as a producer. Yes, you do. All news talk.
0: We're going to talk about that in a minute too. Hey. Okay.
1: But yeah, I mean, it's, really, it's, it's honestly community and it's just talent. Like, and I don't want to sound cocky, but it's like, I feel like when you work hard and you put in the work, people notice that. Yeah. People want to book someone that's doing that, you know? And I definitely see other DJs get booked just because of their name mm-hmm. and I'll go and I'll hear them spin. And I'm like, this shit is ass. Like to my standards, this shit is ass, but also I'm a Virgo. So my standards are very high compared to other standards. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. Queen I'm, Virgo. I'm- Queen fucking Virgo. Okay. And I mean, like, and so tell me about this. And actually, I'm, I'm, you can tell I just started a podcast. I'm supposed to ask you right here, right now, right now, right here, how you're doing. I, and,
1: you know, I'm really happy. Like, I can say that I'm honestly just happy. I feel like I've been smiling so much lately. And maybe it's like because of the trip that I took or new people that I've been meeting. But I just wake up and like, you know, I still wake up with the whole, like, uh oh, it's a pandemic. I don't want to do anything, yada, yada. But, like, once I'm out of bed and I'm moving, I just feel happy.
0: Yeah. All,
1: just, just happy. I catch myself just smiling at the most random shit all throughout the day.
0: And, see, I love to hear that because, I mean, because, you know, and, and I feel like you're a very happy, joyous person anyway. The only time that you're not smiling is when you're, like, in the zone DJing. Because you'd be like,
1: I'd be focused, my focus face is so oh no, my focus face is not cute at all whatsoever because I used to be in my own world when I'm DJing I'm in my own zone
0: for real though I I, I I remember once trying to talk to you while you were DJing or something and I was like, this is not the time. I just I felt the energy be like, hey, later
1: right just like just give me just give me a minute Let give me
0: 30 minutes
1: and I got you. Just this, if it's that dire, give me this one transition and then I got you. Like, just give.
0: (laughs) But but with me, it's never that dire. I was just trying to give you a drink or some wild shit like that. But like, honestly, so you're the only, you're one of the only people who I have like, gotten out of bed to come and support and to go see, like in Chicago. Because let me tell you something, me and my bed, I don't care if it's a pallet on the floor. We be like this we be like this we be like mm, mm don't let me go see, but i
1: don't have my bed me and my bed i'd be like girl i ain't seen you in a minute how you been
0: and you don't see your bed though so you your bed probably do feel like that for you absolutely so tell me about this trip like where did you go
1: i went to Tulum Mexico oh my god uh, two of my friends were celebrating their golden birthdays they turned 26 on the 26th so we did an all-inclusive resort out in Tulum called El Dorado Resorts. Um, I had a ocean side pool. So when I woke up and opened the, the little balcony doors, all I saw was the ocean and palm trees. And then we had a swim up pool. So you literally took a couple steps from the balcony and there was a pool right there for you to hop in. Oh, my God everything was included all food was included all drinks like we did a yacht ride one day I swam in the Caribbean Sea um yeah I just took in so much sun I came back with a little bit of a tan
0: but yeah what fucking pandemic what look you should be you should have sold that bubble that you had you should have been like okay I'll give you a little piece of this bubble not you this got, And you and you ain't got to experience a pandemic like me. But look.
1: I, I'm still experiencing the pandemic like anybody else. I mean, I still, like, airport, I still had to go through with all of that stuff. I had yeah. to get to come back into the States. Like, I took all the precautions. You know, I wasn't near random people. I was only around the people that I flew with. Mm. Even then, I was only really around my best friend, Carmen, because we shared our room. Yeah. Like, that person I was always around and close, like, areas with but everybody else we were never that close to each other and then walking around the resort I was never near anybody that I didn't know
0: you talk a lot about your friends and about community and obviously that plays a a large part in your success and how you live and how you vibe how mindful are you of that like on a day-to-day basis and how often does that become like I mean how much of that do you attribute that to like your actual life and your personality and, and how you're growing
1: you know what's crazy? People like people know that I'm so busy, but I make time every day to call like my three or four closest friends. Mm. I call them every single day. It doesn't it doesn't matter what's going on. I, it doesn't matter if I have anything to talk about. I will just call them, and that's how I am. And like they all they all mention that like I made them check their other friendships. Like how am I checking in on my friends? I mm. mean, uh, even if it's like you know, because some friendships like you don't talk to them every day, right? But I make a point to like text them at least once a month or once every two or three weeks. Like, hey, I thought about you. Just want to check on you. Um, I saw you posted whatever. How are you? Yeah, so very like I definitely keep a close eye on my friends, um, and I, I feel like a lot of my close friends they're family more than just. Right. Um, and they they definitely play an integral part in who I am as a person, just on a personal level, how I work as a DJ and everything. Cause I, I feed off of my friends. Like I mm. feed off of my energies um, and vice versa. You know, I, I definitely make it a big effort to check on them and be close to them. And it's funny, I was talking to my best friend, Carmen. Um, Cause you know, like I'm out here dating and whatnot. And this one girl... Um, she had called me, but I was sitting next to Carmen and I, I said something to Carmen while I was on the phone with her and we got off the phone. Carmen was like, she doesn't seem that interested in like what you and your friends do. And I was like, yeah, but that's going to be a problem because to know me is to know my friends.
0: Yes, it is.
1: I'm always around people. Any events I do, you're going, if you come to my gig, you're going to meet my friends. You're meeting everybody. You're meeting so many people, like. You introduced me to everybody that, like,
0: my whole, like, like, you put, and look, I'll say this, in terms of people in Chicago, I always tell that even in interviews I've done, I'm like, the person who put me on was Cash. Cash had me on WGN Radio. Cash had me on, um, uh, t- tell me the name of the show, because I'm about to, like, completely.
1: Wendy's, Wendy's City Live.
0: And let me tell you, somebody was just, somebody just asked me about that, like, two days ago. It was like, oh, I saw you on Windy City Live. I'm like.
1: Two years ago? because they rerun the episodes, that's
0: why. But it's just like, I'm. but I'm saying like, there's a there's a thing about you that's an essence that first off attracts good energy. And then you just kind of like cycle that shit back out. You know what I'm saying? And I think, do you feel like that's a big part of, I'm, I hate to use the word karma in this way, but do you feel like that's a good, like that's a, a big part of your success and the way you do it?
1: I feel like people, whenever someone says like, oh, karma's gonna come back and get you. I feel like there's already this like negative connotation on it. like. Mm-hmm watch out like karma like karma's a bitch right like that's the main saying that everybody always hears right but people don't ever look at the reverse side of it like yeah. whatever you put out in the universe you're gonna get back mm. so if you're putting out hate this bad energy of course you're gonna get that back but if you put out good energy you're gonna get that back right so with me like if you got bad energy i don't really want you around me. you know what I'm saying like everybody, yes everybody has like an off day or a bad day whatever have your days cool. But just to always be like down in a negative spot, like for what? Like why why are you always having this type of energy? Why would I want that around me? You know mm-hmm. what i Like, I feel like if you have just all this room for negative energy, you're not even trying to make room for a positive energy to come in. Right. I don't have time for that. I feel like, you know, and then like when you're saying like I'm so joyous and happy, I am because it's like, why am I mad? What am I mad about? You know what I'm like on a base level like I woke up today. I woke up today, I I can see, I can walk, I can talk, I can do whatever. Like what what am I really mad about? You know what I'm saying? And then when I do get upset, is this going to matter tomorrow? Will this matter next week, next month? Will I remember why I'm upset next year? Probably. It sounds
0: like your self-talk is a lot different from other people's self-talk. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying, like like, what are some of the things that you say to yourself on a daily basis that I mean, I guess you just told me a few, but like is there anything that you're conscious of that you're telling yourself, especially in moments mm-hmm. that I'm sorry, I'm gonna go back on my question, so mm-hmm. are there ever moments that you that you don't feel like that that you that uh-huh. you are not happy, and uh-huh. then what and then what do you do to combat those things and like how do you how do you notice them, and then how do you like change it?
1: I feel like. Mine hits with mine. Mine hits so randomly, but I call it these moments of discontentment, where I just feel discontent with what I'm doing or what I'm not doing, and I'll just start like nitpicking at myself. Like it's like, oh, like this other DJ got booked here. Why didn't I get booked? Why didn't I get this opportunity? Why didn't I win this? Like I just keep doing all them why things, Mm -hmm. and honestly, that's where my friends come into play. Like, I will literally just call a friend and we'll be having a random conversation. And I'm not very vocal about those things to other people. I kind of harbor them in. But some of my friends, they know. Like, they just know what I'm off I'm not myself. And when we start talking about it, my friends will check me and bring me back. Like, gee, you just did X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Why are you stressing this? Like, you did all of this stuff. Why are you negating what you've already done? Um. And I can admit, like, I tend to put a lot of weight on my next, like, big move or my next success. But, yeah, like, my friends definitely keep me very grounded. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also in therapy, so I have sessions uh, biweekly. And then my dog, A a lot of the affirmations that I say, I say to my dog. And maybe, like, me saying it out loud to her is also me saying it to myself.
0: Your spirit can hear it.
1: Yeah, because every morning when I wake up, she's right behind me, actually. Hey, Bailey. Um, every morning when I wake up, like, I make, I wake up, we go into the bathroom, we go for a walk, and then we make breakfast. And, like, I give her a bone for her to brush her teeth. But throughout the day, I'm just like, Bailey, you are the most gorgeous girl in the world. I don't care what no other dog says. You are the most beautiful dog I've ever seen in all my life. Like, <laughs> I tell you all these things, like, Bailey, you the baddest bitch in the whole wide world. Don't let yes. them ever otherwise. We got school tonight you already got the gold star. Like I just get yes. affirmations about the day. And like, even when I'm telling her that I'd be happy. Yes. I mean, talking to my dog. I might sound crazy to people, but you know, yeah, I just talk been, to my dog all the time and that helps too.
0: I've been doing this study about like, and I but I just been looking at um, self-fulfilling prophecies. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it goes into what we tell ourselves, but it's basically like an idea or belief that we, make happen subconsciously through our actions. Mm. So if I say, and this can happen to anybody, but let's say um, your somebody's parents get divorced mm-hmm. and then internally they they then believe love is fake. I'm never gonna be able to trust anybody. I'm never gonna be, I'm never gonna get married. Right. They might come across some of the most amazing, most charismatic, most like-minded people like them. But because they have internalized this idea that, oh, this is not gonna work out. Subconsciously, they will violate people's privacy. They'll become distant. They'll make excuses for why they can't hang out even if they can't hang out. They'll isolate themselves. They'll do all these things and and they'll do it because they feel like there's no point because I'm gonna end up alone anyway. But in turn, they're making themselves alone. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of what you do and a lot of what successful people that I also have studied over quarantine do is they cultivate an idea, a mentality of success and, and, and happiness. And then subconsciously, you, you bring those people towards you and bring those people around you that, that will always reinforce the happiness and the success that you've already accomplished because your mindset is, is, is towards something else already.
1: No, I agree with that. I definitely think that I put a lot of it into man, leave, leave Scooby Doo
0: alone. <laughs> <laughs> I've um, got to get a dog, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm so far away from it.
1: Scooby-Doo. I'm like, girl, leave, leave Scooby Doo alone. Hey, Scooby. Um, yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think that a lot of it is the mindset. Mm-hmm. It, I, definitely like the mindset. I have this mindset that's like, I can't fail. Like I just, mm. I, I I'm a failure. oh no, like I can't, I can't go call it the Virgo in me, call it the woman in me, call it the queer in me, call it the black in me, whatever you want to attribute it to, like the idea of failure, like overall, it's like overall fail, right? Cause like you gotta, you have to fail to then learn and make yourself better. Right. But it's like, that type of failure comes when you're trying. My, right. life, I can't sit here and just be complacent and not try cuz then that is me failing.
0: Yes. Yeah. So then what was what does success look like to you though? If if that's failure, don't, you don't know I don't, success.
1: know I don't know. I don't know if there's ever going to be anything that I could do where I could sit back and say I made it. Cuz then I, guess, I feel like I'm putting a limitation on myself.
0: I think that's the point of success though. When you when you want to be successful, I think success is a lifestyle. I yeah. think success becomes a, a way of being to where you say I'm always trying. I'm always giving my op- I'm, I'm always giving myself the opportunity to succeed. Absolutely. Yeah. Success is the opposite of laziness.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I put like, I put like goals on a, on a board. Right. But mm. I don't put like a, a year to it. Like one of my goals used to be like, I want to DJ for Nike. I want to DJ for Adidas. I want to DJ whatever. And then when I do it, it's like, great. I accomplished that now what am I putting on the list next you know Mm -hmm. it's like now my list is like I want to go on tour I want to open for a major artist I want to I really want to go on tour with a comedian I think that would be so much fun because I love to laugh Um, yeah like it's stuff like that or like I want to DJ in a strip club it's just like different random stuff where it's like I would like to do that I want to experience that I want to see what it's like but yeah, I don't know there'll ever be a point where I just sit back and I'm like, Wow, I've made it. And then when like people will approach me when I do certain big stuff and they'll say that to me, like, Wow, like you made it, G, you made it. And it's like, No, I didn't made it to whose standards? Right. Like, what, what did I make? What did I make that you say I made it? Made what? I didn't make it yet.
0: I think that's beautiful. beautiful. Whoa, cool. that me. What? I heard an echo. I'm hearing an echo. Um, making it is making it. Yeah. You can't I haven't made it because I'm still making it. And that's the whole fucking point. Yeah. Let's switch gears a little bit I want to talk about your practice because yes, we're talking about how successful you are, but you are a cold as DJ. And Mm -hmm. I'm curious. I'm and let me tell you something. When I say a cold as DJ.
1: There you go.
0: I'm talking about I I judge people now when I go to a certain functions like based on like what they talking about because the transitions be smooth and you don't see them coming and and that, I mean I guess I've, I don't live in this world but it's like bro it you 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 start a level and then you build it and then you keep it and then you change them up and then you swip them around and then you make them drop it and then you make them pick it up and then you keep on pumping and I'm just like. You didn't hit me with the '90s, early 2000s, some futuristic shit that ain't nobody heard. Like, tell me about the practice of that, because I feel like there has to be a level of mindfulness that comes into your daily practice of of like. I mean, how often do you practice DJing by yourself?
1: Oh, you know what? I actually. Wow, your description of my of my DJ said I want to just capture it and just post that and put it on my resume
0: this is on a podcast so you can
1: um my my practice a lot of it is i want okay i don't know how to explain it because it's just like i'd be all over the place so it doesn't make sense when i explain it but to me it makes so much sense so i do not like a lot of today's music i really don't like when new music drops i am very slow listen to it there's very few artists where it's like they drop a project and i listen first thing um yeah there's very few artists where it's like oh so and so dropped i gotta listen to it right now it's very few artists so what i do is i will wait for a project to be out for a week or two and then i check spotify and apple music and see what has a star next to it um so i do that and then i will listen to it And the thing is, a lot of songs today sample older songs. Yep. I spend a lot of my time studying older songs because I know that some producer is going to rip that and drop a song today. So then if I can make you see like this older song inspired this newer song. Yes. When I'm DJing, it's going to be like, oh, shit, I didn't recognize that. I forgot about this song. That's crazy. Wop the band, whatever. Cool. Um, I also am a huge fan of like mashups So I want to take two songs From two totally different genres You would never think could go together And I'm going to make them flow And I'm going to make you realize like Damn, this shit is actually hard Yeah I'm going to open I'm going to help you realize You got to stop like only limiting yourself To two or three genres of music Everybody <laughs> wants to listen to like hip hop Trap and sometimes some R&B Right? People Every now don't- and then Throwbacks. People feel like throwbacks are lame, they're whack, whatever. when you're in the club, them throwbacks gonna get you more lit than a Drake song that dropped maybe 10 years ago. Because mm-hmm. you might not even remember it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like certain songs are just timeless. So, and as far as practicing, a lot of my practice is like I'll just sit on my laptop and I'll download a whole bunch of new songs, set my cue points and whatever, like spots where I want to hit the song at and everything. And I try to learn the song. So I learn, like, the intro of the song, I intro, I learn the outro, and I learn the chorus and the verse. So every song in my library, I know the very basis of every single song. That's all I need to know. Mm. Um, Yeah, and then as far as practice, I'll have, I'm a night owl. So there'll be some nights where it's, like, 11 or 12, I just can't sleep, I'll come in my studio room and just start DJing. That's it. I put on headphones and just try different transitions, try playing with different songs, just a whole bunch of different stuff to see what I come up with.
0: And what's happening to you when you listen to music? Like,
1: what? I am yeah. so sorry. This dog is livid. This damn Scooby Doo boy. Come on. Come here.
0: This is a great conversation. I'm just saying.
1: Behave yourself. So sorry. Edit that part out. It's hard being a single mother out here, okay? It's all good. Listen. I don't know how to act properly, okay?
0: Listen, the children, they must come first. I believe the children are our future.
1: Hello, little badass. So what was the question? Listening to music, what was
0: it? So as a singer, I'm always aware of what music does to my mind, my body, and my spirit. Mm-hmm. And when I'm singing, I have to connect to all three in order to deliver it the way that I want if i'm doing it right if i'm doing it with intention what i'm wondering is like where you go when you're in your zone like what's happening like what what does it feel like in your own words
1: when i'm i typically check out new music in the car Mm -hmm. the car is like i love to drive and my car is like a holy place for me like when i'm in my car when I'm in my car, for all you know, I'm in a Ferrari racing down, like, the Indiana 500, or right. I'm in a Benz truck pulling up to the hottest club. Like, that's how my mind works. Like, I'm just, like, when I'm in my car, I'm the baddest bitch possible. Yes. Shit. That's how I listen to new music. When I'm DJing and I'm in my zone, I am, man, where am I? I guess it's like I'm in a, If you know what, it feels like, you ever been in like an open field, like a very grassy green area? Yes. The sun is beaming down, but it's like a nice breeze around you. And you just feel like so calm. Mm-hmm. You're able to control everything around you. That's how it feels when I'm DJing. Cause I know that I have the power to like manipulate everybody in the room. I can make you dance. I can make you twerk. I can make you want to call your ex. Like I control all that like a puppet master. But I feel so calm and at peace. Like it takes like it takes a lot for me to get like super amped up when I'm DJing. I can be playing some of the hottest music, but I'm still so calm, like in me. And I'll be dancing and everything, but I still feel calm in my core.
0: Wow. That's dope as fuck. I mean, I've definitely noticed that watching you, DJ, that you, it's methodical. You have a, I, it's it's one of the most formulated, free-flowing things I've ever seen. You know what I mean? You, you've watched Avatar. I keep talking about the Avatar on this damn show. People are going to think I'm getting sponsored by them. But I swear to y'all, I'm not. Not yet. You know The Last Airbender, right? Yes. It's kind of like you're waterbending. Ooh. Okay. Because it's like. I see. I'm, I'm out here. I'm with the people, and I see you up there, just like, just this is me. This is me doing you. You're hilarious. And then I just, I just see you do something, and everybody's like, oh. And then they moving like this, and then you do something else, and then everybody's like, ooh. And then like, and that's what I'm talking about. It's like it's a it's a groove, but I can tell that you're just up there, like you didn't pre you didn't pre plan any of this.
1: No, uh, my thing, every time I DJ, and people, I just had this girl ask me. She was like, you know, do you do you practice? Do you pre-plan your sets? Like, do you already preset what you're going to play? I never do. Every time you hear me DJ, I did everything live, in the moment, fully read the room, wing it. I like to call it winging it. I just go in and wing it. Like, I, whenever I walk up, people will be like, oh, what song are you starting off with? I have no idea. I don't know. We'll find out together. It's a surprise for all of us. Do you hate when people come and make um requests?
0: Um, request?
1: yeah. Don't do that shit. If you have a tip to go with it, cool. If it's a good request, fine. If it's a stupid ass request that makes no sense, sit your ass down. Like if I'm in the middle of playing some, I don't know, like if I'm playing like house music or some juke music or like Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Why would you request to hear Taylor Swift? We don't want to hear Taylor like. Big old freak is playing right now, and you say I should play Taylor Swift.
0: Where does that fit in that? What's some gospel music? I heard somebody ask somebody to play gospel music at a club once. And yeah. not like Stomp, not like Kirk Franklin.
1: Oh. oh, they wanted like gospel, gospel. They
0: wanted like, you know, his eyes on the sparrow or some shit. Oh, and, uh, and
1: I, I love
0: that song, but.
1: Kirk Franklin. I'll drop some Kirk Franklin and Mary Mary in a heartbeat, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's never a problem.
0: So tell, um, you've dropped, you've given me a lot of them already, but like give me maybe one more mantra that you're like living by right now that is just close to your heart. It keeps you centered. And especially in a time where things are uncertain. Um, I, I know for me, I always say right now, right here, because it brings me back. But lately I've been uh, meditating and the idea of creating a home within myself is a very powerful image for me because it um, allows me to feel safe wherever I'm at, which is a thing that I feel like I lack sometimes. I I always feel like the world is such a big place that wants to like sweep me up and take me away and do harm to me. But creating a home within myself when I'm meditating allows me to say, no matter what happens, no matter what's going on, I can feel safe. So lately it's been, I'm at home. I am at peace, I am at Mm -hmm. home. Do you have anything like that?
1: I, I don't, I don't, I've, oh man, I'm such a workaholic, that's what I am, like, I don't, like, honestly, it's not a mantra that's just like right now, it's a mantra that I've carried with me for ever. Because I think as long, like, as young as like maybe 10. Um, And it's just like, the best revenge is to prove them wrong. Mm.
0: It's
1: always been, always been like something that I hold so dear to my heart because you know I feel like at some time or another every person gets told like you ain't shit you ain't gonna be shit whatever right and I think like the youngest that I was when I heard it I was maybe like four or five years old like that, I legit heard that when I was like four or five and I heard it I remember hearing it again when I was like ten and when I heard it when I was 10, I didn't even, I didn't get mad. And it, I heard it dealing with something with, like, some schoolwork or some shit. And I just, like, I got mad, but not to the mad of, like, I'm about to, like, ooh, ooh, I'm mad at you. It was mad, like, you know what? You don't see my potential. But, motherfucker, I do. Like, I, I see my potential. I know what I'm capable of. Yeah. And it, flip the switch like you know what why would i get mad at you when i can take that energy and i'm gonna do exactly what you said i couldn't do and then when you see that i did it you have to eat your words and sit in it so i am then taking this energy that you gave me of you ain't gonna be shit whatever you can think that yeah i accomplished you said that i couldn't now you have to sit in it because you were wrong and let me tell you something, people hate to be wrong.
0: Don't they though?
1: They hate to have it in their face. And I ain't even going to throw it in your face. You're going to see it for yourself and I have to sit with it.
0: I swear people who hate you can be some of your best friends if you know how to look at them. Yep. If you have the right perspective to say, please, please tell me something that you don't know about me that you think is true so that I can prove to you who I am. Because mm-hmm. That was like a subconscious click that happened for you years ago. And it's like. Look, it's, it it's help you manifest all the things you have now.
1: It's always stuck with me. Anytime anybody tells me that I can't do something or that shit is impossible, I ain't going to be shit, you're right. You are absolutely right. If that's the truth that you hold to be true about me, you, you keep that. You can have that. But don't let, like, I feel like you should never let somebody else's fears for themselves intrude on you. And yes. that's how that is. When someone tells you you can't do something, it's because they couldn't do it. Or they couldn't see themselves doing it. Ooh. Like, when I was in college, I can't tell you how many people in the industry came into our classes and talked to us and they said, "You, the chances of you getting a job fresh out of college in Chicago is damn near impossible. Mm-hmm. You will have to leave the city, go to some smaller area to get a job out there, and then work your way back to Chicago. No, that's not true. You had to do that. You... Couldn't get hired in Chicago fresh out of college. That sounds like a personal problem. Yeah. That's not my truth. And the, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, okay, but. And I proved them all wrong and got a job in Chicago a month to the date after I graduated. You're not, you're not going to, your fear is not going to be put in me. I refuse. No, you didn't do it. That's a you problem. I can do it and I will do it
0: you are such a fucking light in my life and into my heart and into my ears like your your voice and your music all of it um I cannot thank you enough for agreeing to do this with me on my new little podcast my little thing I'm gonna jump off I am
1: so proud of you this is going to be amazing I cannot wait to see what other guests you have on here I can't wait to see what you do with this you are like in my life you are just one of the most like sweetest charismatic, amazing <laughs> human beings I've ever met, you know, like you are someone that I always hold very, very dear to my heart. Cause your energy is just always so vibrant. And I love, every time I see you, I love being around you. I love watching you perform. I love watching you grow, all of it.
0: Thank you, love. As soon you'll be able to see me perform again, cause like you said, these vaccines are coming out,
1: so. They're coming out. We're going outside. You know what I'm saying? I'm outside this week and next week we out here. Oh, really? Where are you going to be at? I am at Renaissance in Bronzeville Thursday night. I am at Vault Gallery Friday from 4 to 8 for International Women's History pop-up. Saturday night, I'm in Boys Town. Of course. Next week, Tuesday, I'm starting a weekly residency at Bureau Bar in the South Loop. Next Damn. day, the cantina. Next Friday, I'm off. Next Saturday, I have a wedding. And that's all I have at the top of my head right now is what I have coming up.
0: Well, I'm in the loop, so maybe I'll check you out before, you know. I love you, thank you so much for doing this.
1: I love you so, so much, my love, thank you.
0: Have a beautiful day. Uh, y'all, I'm gonna put all your handles and stuff in the bio for, the, for this. I'll see y'all next week. You've been listening to Right Now, Right Here with Apollo Mighty. I'd like to thank you, my guests, and my sponsors for making this possible. If you have any questions or suggestions for guests or topics, send an email to Apollo at ApolloMighty.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. And be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. I'll see you next week for another episode of Right Now, Right Here.